ask at the beginning of each day for the Holy Spirit to come and intervene on your behalf. That is my daily prayer every day because I know that my predisposition is to judge and to definitely think before I speak. And so every day I ask... Hey everyone, my name is Kelvin. This is Elevate Retake. Glad that you're listening in. Today on the podcast, we're talking about Pastor Michael's message from this past weekend entitled, Do Not Judge, based on Matthew 7, verses 1 through 6. And the question that we're talking about here with a couple of guests in studio is, how do you see others? They're going to introduce themselves here in just a moment. You may have heard these guests before, so we just kind of combined and got the studio uh, full with some guests to talk about this wonderful message. We, we sat down and really got to dive deep into what this judging thing is. Why was Jesus so harsh on this subject, and what can we do better every single day when it comes to judging people? We talk about that and a whole lot more, so I'll be quiet. Here's the conversation. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. And I am joined in studio today with a couple of guests, maybe some names that you have heard before on the podcast, but we've kind of collaborated around and got all three of us in the studio. So I'm going to start to my left. If you want to introduce yourself and uh, we'll go that way. My name's Andres. Uh, I'm a theology student. It is good to be back here in the podcast and it, I hope it's a blessing for each and every single one of you. My name is Emily Weaver. I am also a student at Southwestern, a junior history major, um, and I also help out with Elevate here and there with a bunch of random things. Nice. Yeah, you kind of make the ship run around here. That's what I've heard. Okay. <laughs> a little bit. Um, okay, so before we always start, <clears throat> we ask all of our guests a question and uh, just kind of get to know them a little more personal. And so the question is, uh, what makes you who you are? To me, what makes me who I am, it's probably my struggles that I've been through. I've okay. gone to overcome obstacles and challenges that, that the devil has put in the way and has gotten closer to my relationship with God. Mm. Yeah, I, I really like that. I think along those same lines, the experiences and things that I've had to overcome as well and just the way I respond to things and the way that I think like makes mm. me who I am. Mm. That's cool. Recently, I think I've changed my answer to that question. I used to say, Kelvin, you're like being in a Hispanic culture, family is kind of everything. And so having that, it was like, man, Kelvin, that's that's kind of who you are. That's what I see for you in the future. Super family oriented. Uh, but recently, as I've been working on my craft at the radio station, I think one of the things that kind of makes me who I am is the ability to express myself and be behind a mic and and love to do what I do at the station. So I think it changes every time. I loved both of your answers. So that was good. All righty. Let's jump into the message. And before we get to specifically Saturday's message, I kind of didn't have this question planned out, but I think you guys are great and you'll answer it perfectly fine. We think we're deep enough into our Righteousness by Heart series that I can ask the question, has there been a message? What are we on? Week seven, eight, something like that. Something like that. Um, what's kind of been your favorite part so far of the series? Has there been a specific message that you liked maybe more than the others? Just curious. Uh, for me, it was prayer. When he talked about prayer, it made me realize um, that um, sometimes we do prayer as a way to show others instead of actually meaning a connection with God. Yeah, I, I really liked the treasure in heaven. 
and the uh, other one right after the gift of worry. Um, I think that those like applied especially to like things that I was moving through um, and being able, I sat down for the retake episode for treasure in heaven and being able to dissect it really made me appreciate that message more. Yeah. I like the prayer one and I like the one about giving. I think that was a week before. Um, it really helped with a lot of things that maybe I have done or struggled with where we give sometimes so people can see or we pray kind of like you said, so everybody can see that, Ooh, you've got this great relationship with God. Um, but it really should be our, about our one-on-one connection, uh, with God and his, and our relationship with him. So in the message, um, Pastor Michael started reading from Matthew chapter seven. And if you're listening and you haven't heard, uh, the message or you want to kind of follow along, whatever he was talking about, it's, uh, we're Matthew chapter seven. And for some reason, I can't get my iPad to turn on. There we go. Um, and so the first question I kind of want to ask you guys is we're talking about judging and do not judge is what Jesus is talking about in these first few verses. What what do you guys think makes it so easy for us to immediately judge people? Is it just the fact that, oh, Kelvin, we're just sinners by nature. It's just something we do. Okay, I guess that's a valid answer, but is there something? Is it society? Is it world? Is it people? What do you guys think is something that, that why is it so easy for us to judge people just instinctively? Uh, I think basically just society, we live in a, in a culture where, um, especially here in the United States, every, everything's mixed. Um, culture, tradition, the way we dress, the way we lifestyle, everything's mixed together in one, in one pot. It's a melting pot, basically. And I think judging based on what our beliefs or our, our culture tells us to is something that makes it so easy for us to judge others. Mm. It's just the way that, that we think, mm. oh, they're different than us. They're not the same as me, and I'm already judging someone. Mm. Yeah, I think we live in a world that is so achievement-oriented um, and creates values or checkboxes, so to speak, that if you don't fit those, then that puts you behind or puts you less than. And I think that being raised in this world, we are predisposed to try and fill those checkboxes ourselves or try and decide whether someone else is worthy of those or not. Do you think that's where we get in trouble with comparing ourselves to other people or no? Definitely. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. I think those are kind of the same thing when I when if we were to judge someone or, like Emily said, fill out some certain boxes, well well, man, that guy's filled those boxes out and I haven't, or we begin to think different thoughts of people because of, of maybe achievements or things that other people have. Um, I like that. Are we forbidden from ever judging people? If I were to rephrase that, is there is there a time that judging is okay? I think um, Pastor Michael mentioned... Um, an example, so to speak, of when judgment is a good thing. He wasn't necessarily talking about people, but he used the example of, you know, we come into the church and we're like, we don't have to check the structure. We don't have to check the bolts under our pews. We automatically assume and we act in good faith or good judgment that those things are okay. Um, and I think that we can, I think it's more okay for us to exercise judgment on things 
um, not so much on people because then that puts us in a, you know, a compare, uh-huh. contrast, you're better or you're not worthy. Um, and so sometimes, you know, our judgment can be a good thing, but I find it comes more often when, you know, it's not against some person. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Judgment against things is completely fine, natural. Um, Against an animal, a bench or something, it's completely natural. I mean, but I, what God warns us, what Jesus warns us is to judge against other people. That's where the conflict begins because we're trying, we're now we're putting hierarchy places. We're making hierarchy. I am more than this person because I do this, this, and that. And he doesn't. And I think that's why there, there's a there's a little uh, place or a little spot where judging others is bad. If we're not supposed to judge others, do we just ignore the wrong things that people do? Do we just ignore their sins, I guess? Is that still tricky water to be in? I think as humans, we have a responsibility to be accountable to one another and hold each other to standards, especially within the church, for example. You know, we're a church family, we're a church body. So we form this community where we kind of hold each other accountable to uphold, you know, the standards and what God calls us to do. Um, I think we run into trouble where we move from a point of holding people accountable to judging people for what they've done. Mm -hmm. Um, And you know, Jesus provides us a perfect example. You know, he came down to this earth to love first, not to condemn. And we run into trouble when we use their bad things as a reason or a justification for treating them less than or judging them and designating them less worthy. When we ourselves, we're not God. We don't, we don't have that. We're nowhere close to having that ability or that wisdom or knowledge you know it's not it's not that we're called to judge it's that we're called to love mm-hmm. yeah yeah basically judging is uh, judging others is it's a little tricky uh sometimes we 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 think that we're we're holding someone accountable but in reality we're actually judging them and <clears throat> the moment we start judging is when we start pointing to them like oh you're doing this this and this yes we have to hold them accountable but we have to do it in a loving way we have to approach them with love, not, and, and there's a specific way to doing it. Um, the most specific way to doing ju- or to hold someone accountable is with that person individually and not going uh, out to someone else and be like, oh, this person is doing this, this, and that. Yeah. Because now we're just judging them instead of holding them accountable. Yeah. I think in Matthew, it's in Matthew 18, might be wrong. I think it's in Matthew 18, Jesus says, hey, if you see your brother doing something, go pull him aside. And talk to him in private and, and, and kind of figure that out there instead of making a big show about it. But I love what you said, Emily, that we Jesus came to love, not condemn. I think we just by nature sometimes flip those mm-hmm. and we start to condemn before we express any amounts of love towards another person because it's just kind of how we are, we're wired, which is kind of sad um, because we're not God. And you guys both mentioned it. We're not. We're not in a place to uh, to judge anyone. And Jesus says it in those next few verses in Matthew 7. It's like, 
you know, look at the log in your eye before you start judging the speck in somebody else's. Um, I think we sometimes forget that we are absolutely nothing if it wasn't for the grace of God, right? Nothing, nothing. Mm -hmm. And so I think we make all kinds of judgments, decisions every single day. We have to determine every day what's good and bad. Is it wrong to look at someone's lifestyle and see what is wrong so we don't make those same mistakes? Am I judging if I do that? I don't think we are. Okay. Um, Just a simple fact that we look at someone's life. If we're trying to better our life, then, but we also have to approach that person. We have to do it with a way that there's no way of, for me to, to start judging them, to, to make them feel less than my, myself. Because at the end of the day, we're both sinners. Right. Their sins is as big as mine. Mm-hmm. My sins is as big as theirs. Uh, even God said that there's no bigger sin. There's no, all sins are equal. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a tricky question because it's hard for us to draw the line, so to speak, of like, at what point does it become judging? Mm -hmm. Like if I use them as an example of what I don't want to be, even though I'm not necessarily, you know, speaking out against them internally, I am kind of judging them. And I'm not sure that there's a way to completely remove that. You know, as sinners, we're predisposed to pass judgment on others and try and measure ourselves in comparison to them. Um, but I, we can't go through life not examining other people's actions. It's just finding a way to do that and to self-reflect and set your own moral standards without in any way not loving them or using that as a reason to put them down. Mm-hmm. And that's that's something I've not mastered and I don't expect myself to master in this lifetime. Sure. Um, but I think just the fact of being aware of it, you know, on the drive here, I was like, okay, well, we're going to be talking about judgment today. When do I judge people? And I think bringing that into your consciousness and your awareness can help. Um, you know, like I said, I don't expect us to be able to <laughs> never judge and never let that seep into our consciousness, but bringing that into awareness will help us, I believe, on that path. Yeah. I think every day asking kind of yourself that question, it's like, when I have, have I, have I judged somebody today? Did I, did I, think some thought that I shouldn't have, you know, because maybe I'm, I'm guilty of something very similar. Um, we fall into that. So I, I like that. You, you guys are great because you're kind of teasing my next questions, which is perfect. Um, why is it sometimes that, you know, we talked about how, uh, when we judge someone, we kind of, our mind kind of goes into different place and we go straight to the condemnation and well, you know, uh, Andres and, and Emily, they're doing that. So I am, boy, definitely not going to be doing that in my life. Um, but I think it has a reverse effect, which leads me to this. Why is it that judging people sometimes hurts us more than the person that we're judging? Or does it? judgment i find the most dangerous i guess form of judgment is when you judge using yourself as the base of comparison because then that leads you to 
Matthew 7, 5, where you're trying to pick this little speck out of your brother's eye and you have this giant beam sticking out of yours. And it blinds, I mean, Pastor Michael, that was one of his big points is that judgment blinds you to the state of your own being. And that's when we can become unaware of our own selves and out of touch. And that's the most dangerous place to be when we are passing this judgment, this this standard on our on our brothers, on our friends, on our family, and we're the ones that are in deeper danger <laughs> of being lost. Yeah. Well, I was listening to a sermon. I also thought back to to a previous sermon about prayer, and when Jesus was, was talking about the parable of of the Pharisee going to the front of the, of the synagogue and praying, standing up, be like, "Oh, I'm not like this tax collector." Mm-hmm. That moment, that tax collector was judging the the. Yeah. I mean, sorry, the Pharisee was judging the tax collector because he was putting himself as the standard of like, oh, I am, I am the aim. Everyone should be like me. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's the biggest problem. And at the end of, this, of the parable, Jesus asked, who's going to receive the, uh, the kingdom of heaven? Who's going to yeah. receive the kingdom of heaven? So it, it's it, that's the biggest damage we can do to ourselves when we're judging someone else because we're not focusing on our relationship with God. Mm-hmm. This is... Ultimately, I find a, a test of humility. Um, and I think that pendulum can definitely swing the other way where, you know, we talked a lot about how we judge ourselves as better than someone else, but it can also swing to where we continually judge other people as better than ourselves. And then we find ourselves on the other side of things where we believe ourselves unworthy of anything. Yeah. Um, and that's equally as dangerous Uh because that leads to self-pity which leads to despair which leads to hating god Mm. and so we have to be careful of both sides of that um and finding some sort of middle ground to stand on yeah i'm glad you mentioned that because i think people forget that side of that side of the coin that Mm -hmm. now if you start looking at people like i am not worthy or in any way shape or form that person's too great and i can't that's a whole different pile of problems than than maybe what we think Jesus is talking about here. So I'm glad I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, to Pastor Michael's points, he made he made good of two of them. He said, "Judging others makes us think too much of ourselves, and judging others disorders our hearts." And I like that when it kind of flips everything around where it shouldn't be. As Christians following Christ's example. What ultimate attitude do you think we should have towards judging others? Um, Jesus was very strong about it, but if we were to follow his example starting today for the rest of our lives, what kind of should be our attitude towards judging people? I found, you know, I one of the things that stuck out to me was, you know, it starts... Matthew 7, and the very first thing he says, there's no pretext, preface to anything. It's do not judge others. Um, And I think that sort Mm -hmm. of directness speaks to how important it is, Um, because as we've kind of talked about, you know, judging, the act of judgment leads to so many other problems, which puts us in danger, endangering our relationship with Christ. Um, And I can't, we can come up with, you know, examples of how we should, you know, really try not to judge and, you know, live the perfect life, but we can't. I mean, that's the nature of humanity. But as I mentioned earlier, I think being aware of it, really trying not to let our judgments 
determine another person's worth or our own worth in relation to Christ because mm-hmm. we know where we stand. Um, but I also think holding grace for ourselves because a lot of times we can talk about this message, do not judge, and people will be like, I judge. I judge a lot. Yeah. It, I, it's a slippery slope. Um, and I think finding that space to hold grace for ourselves, just as God held grace for us and still mm. holds grace for us today. Um, I think we should always strive to follow um, what Christ has instructed with us, but also not put so much pressure on it that we then judge ourselves for not being able to not judge, right. if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, well, judging, yeah. Chapter seven begins, you shall now judge. And it's it's very fundamental because it's it's a way of living and it's a way of acting on focusing on yourself first, focusing on, on your relationship with God and your relationship with Christ and focusing on your life instead of others. And it's it's almost impossible not to judge because we're we live in a world where we judge constantly. Mm. And it's almost gonna be impossible for someone not to judge, but we also have to remember that by the grace of God, we are saved and that we are forgiven. And, and we have to follow Jesus' example every day. Try our best not to judge someone. Try our best not to pass condemnation on someone. And I think Jesus Jesus did it perfectly. Um, Jesus practiced what he preached. And such is the case with Mary Magdalene. Oh, I like this. Keep because going. Jesus had the opportunity to judge Mary. He had the opportunity to, to be like, oh, yeah, she's a sinner stone her uh-huh. but jesus decided to, to not do that to go against that and be whoever is free of sin cast the first stone so jesus made everyone realize that they're all equal they're all sinners that they, they all should be stoned because the bible does say that the cost of, of sin is death mm-hmm. so they were all sinners so no one could mm-hmm. throw the first stone so no one could judge so jesus practiced what he preached jesus did not take the opportunity to judge someone to give us an example on how we should live our life. No, I like that because it make like not only not only are we in that line of thinking, then called not to judge, but in that situation, Jesus stood up for the person that was being judged by society. And mm-hmm. so that then encourages and challenges us to be that person that goes against uh societal standards or societal judgment um and to advocate for that person i had a pastor tell me he said there's no levels at the feet of the cross and i was like okay well break that down for me tell me what that means and he essentially said the same thing there's no levels at the at the feet of the cross we're all the same because we've all sinned the same and so when we realize that that we're all on the same level i think it's going to help us a lot into this subject of of judging people. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, wait a minute, am, do I really want to think that or say that or tell that about someone to someone else if if maybe I'm going through something at, at the exact same time? You know, yeah. we're all in the need of one great savior and that's it. There's no um there's no levels to this. And so I like that. I like that example of, of Mary Magdalene. And I like what you said, Emily, of maybe we are called to be that that person to stand up for those that are being judged unjustly by society, you know, in whatever way or form that may take, because we could see that in our school and church and our family, friends, whatever whatever it may be. So uh, I found this quote that says, we're not to play the place of God because God can see the heart and we can't. Kind of going back to, to, uh, 
to Samuel. So if you've been on the podcast before, if you've heard the podcast, you know I love the practical. Give me this in like the simplest form as possible so that I can leave today or if you're listening, I can listen to this episode and be like, okay, starting tomorrow, I'm going to do this. So I'm going to throw this out there. Someone right now is struggling big time with this issue. Um, not that we have all the answers to everything, obviously, but if we were to give someone any type of tips or advice, maybe more practically that they could apply to their lives starting today on how to remedy this issue of insane judgment that maybe someone might be going through, what advice and tips would you give someone that they could do starting tomorrow? Ask at the beginning of each day for the Holy Spirit to come and intervene on your behalf. That is my daily prayer every day because I know that my predisposition is to judge and to definitely think before I speak. And so every day I ask, Holy Spirit, take over, like help me. The Holy Spirit knows exactly what you're, what needs to be worked on, what you're asking it for. And so when you ask, you are inviting him to fill you and to in- intervene on your behalf. And I've, I've seen the change it can make. So in simplest terms, ask for help. Ask for God's help in combating this issue. For me, what has helped me the most is be alone for a moment in your life. Be alone for a moment in the day. Could be five minutes, 10 minutes, and pray to God. Just get close. Make that connection with God. Because only with God we can stop judging people. Stop that judgment. So focus first on myself. Think about all the things I've done. Think about all of all my all my sins. Think about um, all of my my goals, my my achievements, my accomplishments, everything that I have done in, in my life. And just pray to God. Be like, thank you, God, for this. Thank you that you've done this for me. Help me with this. Because then we're gonna focus on ourselves, on our on our life. And we're going to get closer to God in that way. Thank you for listening to this episode of Elevate Retake. I hope you gained a better understanding of this concept of judging and just how dangerous it can be for us to continually judge people. You heard it in the podcast. Maybe every day we wake up and say, Holy Spirit, help me with my thoughts throughout the entire day. You can connect with us through Instagram in the link in the description, as well as leave us a voice message on our Anchor app. I mentioned this at the top of the episode, but you can also answer our Engage question through Spotify's app if you listen to us there. And that's a great way for us to connect with you. The link for that is in the description as well. Above all else, we're here to seek and build a thoughtful community through podcasting, and we're so grateful that you were here. If you liked what you heard today, or it maybe challenged you to think differently, I'd consider sharing this episode with a family member or a friend. Like I always say, you don't know the blessing that you could be to someone else. My name is Kelvin, and I'll catch you on the next episode of Elevate Retake. There's always room for one more.